We are back. Happy New Year, everybody. This is the beginning of season five. And I am joined by the amazing Heath Heidi. And of course, this is episode 175. Man, there's all kinds of milestones. How do we keep it going? Well, coffee. I am your host, Daniel Crozier, and I am joined by the phenomenal Heath Heine. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty great, Daniel. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's great to, to have you on finally and, and chat with you. Um, I, I fell in love with your work uh, when, uh, you know, Kevin Ward, uh, you know, released his board, uh, you know, uh, board as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I blinked for a second there, man. Oh, geez. It, it takes a minute to get back into this stuff. But uh, God, your your Satan is for those who who don't uh, you know, haven't seen the series. It is absolutely you know iconic. The silhouette, the personality, yeah, you're quite transformative. And uh, I think uh, everybody who's missing out is missing out on on just absolute gold. Yeah, yeah, man. I I hope that. Uh... Some people dig deep down into the trenches and start to find that gold and pull out that cobalt without any uh, slave labor, yeah. you know, so that they could see just how great, you know, the imagination of like uh, Kevin Ward is. Because what you said there with the um, uh, the silhouette, I remember mm-hmm. when he was on uh, when he was on um, Face Off those couple of seasons, yeah. it was about the silhouette right. of the character. Uh, and, and it really, if they didn't have a good silhouette, they really weren't, they really weren't grandiose or, 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 or great character. Right. And, uh, so Satan certainly has that man. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Your take on Satan is absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, for everybody at home, yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you come from, how you got into this, uh, acting gig. Cause it's not just, you know, bored as hell that uh that you're in but you i mean your imdb is really long and very storied thanks brother i appreciate uh the the kudos there i you know i ever since i was a kid man um i always liked to make people laugh and smile so i was like class clown all the time and uh uh so it kind of came naturally uh that way um but i remember in high school so i was a second scene i was a super senior which meant i was in uh uh, senior year two times. Oh, wow. So uh, since I was in senior year two times, um, I found out about like uh, electives and I was like, what the hell's an elective? Oh, I get to choose. <laughs> and I chose theater, man. I was like, I'll do theater. I've, I've done the the route of ditching and fucking up. So let me go ahead and 
and do something with my life. And on the third day after sitting there with all those, all those uh, drama geeks, mm-hmm. like kind of like everybody was clickish and looking at me and nobody was befriending me. And I'm just sitting there like an apt pupil ready to learn. And the teacher on the third day, she comes to me and she says, you know, I don't think this class is for you. And I was like, okay, don't see you later. <laughs> and, I, and I left, man. And then something happened. I had like a high eight camcorder and we'd film like snowboarding up at Birthed Mountain and jumps. And then I started making little skits like Saturday Night Live skits with my friends. Yeah. Uh, doing all kinds of uh, uh, um, accents and stuff. I remember one of the characters was um, uh, Oreo because I had this hat. It was like layered Oreos. Uh-huh. And um and uh, I was like, yo, this is Oreo man, come from a Jamaican hole. What I say, my mother, my, my, my father, my father from the motherland, black as coal, my mother from the Germany, uh, white as snow. <laughs> I was just doing this stuff. Anyway, yeah. um, I was having a blast making like little films and then that just paved the way, man. And and got an agent, did all kinds of commercials. Wow. Then I then I found uh, Colorado Film School um, and uh, many of the people there that are very talented. And uh, when I got into films with them, it changed the directory and or, uh, not directory, <laughs> trajectory. <laughs> um, it changed the trajectory of my path. And man, it was just uh student film student film student film and then it became uh independent film and that's where i sit nice nice that, man yeah. that's that's pretty cool yeah uh yeah like i said you've you've been in a, a number of things i, I think uh, uh another film i caught you in was you know rage of the mummy uh from uh Den- oh, dennis vincent yeah he's he's fantastic he's so much fun yeah I love Dennis Fitz, and I saw him scroll across on your uh, uh, little commercial there. Yeah. So he's, a, he's a real good dude, man. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, you know, and, and Kevin Ward, uh, who seems to be a, a frequent collaborator of yours, uh, was was also in there as well. I, I think he was the the human version of the mummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, he was he was all sexy and swanky, walking along, just <laughs> just sucking souls. <laughs> right. He should have been sucking pole. <laughs> yeah, as uh, as sexy people do, right? You know, sucking some souls. <laughs> yep, you know, he was sucking souls, man. Um, but yeah, it was a blast working with Dennis uh, Dennis Vincent, man. Um, uh, got to be a cop in that Rage of the Mummy with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with our Scott Crushor and uh, and he just he put together a really great team man and I think it's really cool because it's a tight-knit community and people just kind of they catch wind of you and they they bring you on or while you're on a project you're lining up your next one with the people and their creative uh, ideas nice nice yeah uh, uh, for everybody out there you know I keep mentioning uh, yeah your role as Satan here's a nice uh you know promo shot of of you as satan that that is an amazing amount of uh makeup Wait, me, yeah that oh i think that was at a um uh a comic-con uh and they took some pictures it was down it was down in uh, colorado springs and kevin did me up and uh and they were taking all these pictures and stuff and i think i think what i was saying in that picture was do you have any more of those nuts 
Nice. Excuse me, I'm going to grab you by the pussy. <laughs> At least you warned him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a warning. Uh, no, those are, that's actually one of my favorite shots, man, from, from down there. Uh, I remember, oh, I remember this specifically. So we were at that Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, was it uh, Galaxy Fest? Comic-Con or Galaxy Quest? Uh, Galaxy oh, Fest, yes. Galaxy Fest. So Kevin walks me up, because you always have to have a Wrangler when you're in something like that. You're six yep. foot tall, seven foot tall with these horns, standing on platforms, and uh, and everybody wants to grab you and touch you, and you're, it's hard balancing and everything. You're impeded. Your vision, your speech, auditory, everything's yep. impeded. Um, and so uh, they were doing the um, uh, uh, award ceremony for people in their costumes. And while we weren't eligible for winning because Kevin's like a pro, um, they pulled me up there to kind of warm things up. And, man, I swear – I got up there. I walked up the stairs. I tripped a little. People chuckled and they were confused. And then I turned around and said, hello, bitches. (laughs) I didn't care if there were kids in that seat or actual bitches. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, God, that's going to be so much fun. So it it sounds like, uh, you know, uh, when when you guys were doing, uh, you know, Bored as Hell, uh, you were uh, getting made up and, and promoting this and doing all kinds of live events. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I got to hand it to Kevin Ward, man, because uh, a lot of times when people make these films, you know, they make them for very small budget, but mm-hmm. they have great, grandiose ideas. And so, um, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, it's what you learn in prison. It's uh, uh Ingenuity is born out of necessity. So, right, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so, mutation breeds innovation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, um, he relies a lot on his creativity and his ability and all that stuff, right. pulling favors from everybody. Um, and, uh, and, and so he can make a really big production with very little budget, but what does happen is there's a lot of costs that go into it that he either a suffers on his credit cards or, uh, sim- simply by repurposing things that he already had or utilizing, um, yeah. you know, uh, text making machines and, and whatever he had to, to get it done. Right. So very ingenuitive. Um, and then, uh, to 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 your point about promotions and stuff that's the same thing nobody ever plans for marketing on such a small budget right so there's no money no funding no plan for marketing and so um really we were going around to a couple of events um and we had he make up he made this box oh hell, hell insurance it's stay out of hell insurance and people could put nations in for right. us Nice. Um, and then, uh, uh, and then one day we tried to pitch this to, we tried to pitch board as hell to, uh, uh, what was it? Oh, the, the guys that have pretty little liars go to all the pretty little liars go to hell. Uh, swim, uh adult swim, adult swim. Okay. Yeah. I can see yeah. an adult swim. We, yeah. We called these guys and we were on the phone with them and we, tried to pitch this to them and uh um they were like no no we already got something like that and i was like but 
every Coke has a Pepsi, every Ford has a Chevy, you know, you got to breed like, <laughs> you know, com- competition. Right. But, uh, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it sounds like you guys were really collaborating really hard on this, this project. Yeah. Uh, you know, was this uh, something that that Kevin really you know uh, came up with? I, I've had him on the show and I uh, yeah a couple times and and uh, we we've talked a little bit about it, but uh, it seems like more of a collaboration between the two of you. Well, you know what's you know what's cool, man. I mean, um, as much as I'd like to take credit for it, I was just being goofy me yeah. um, when we were filming we were filming a movie with uh, Jimmy Lee Combs a long time ago and. Uh, um, I was, it was the first incarnation of the Satan and I got all made up and I had to be a serious guy. Like I stuck my arm through the chest of a guy and pulled out his heart and was eating it. And so it was, it was a bad, serious, uh, what's that? As neighbors do. (laughs) Yes. As neighbors do. (laughs) It was very heartfelt. Very, very much so. It had good mouth texture. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so, uh, uh, like what I do, um, is I have reserves. So if I'm a very serious character, a very horrific character, then I'm comedic offset, right. um, when we're not shooting and then vice versa, if I'm very comedic, then I'm pretty stoic and, 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 uh, um, you know, uh, intellectual and stuff like that. So I, I try to, I try to save those reserves, but in that film, um, I, uh, what was it? My my character was very serious and so uh, kevin's girlfriend liz was playing some song man and um and it was oh uh, oh it goes like this it puts the lotion on his skin or else it gets the hose again well, and so obviously i'm i'm a character and i just start doing that i've got the lotion on the skin in this in the scene and i think that's the inception i think that's where kevin started piecing this together Mm. And before I knew it, man, he was writing out scripts and, and drawing out storyboards. And like, wow. he built this like world for me to be able to like be this king of this Satan. of. Nice. So nice. Yeah. That and, sounds amazing. And so, yeah, but, but uh, um, obviously don't let it be mistaken. It's not, it's not my creation at all. It's Kevin's all the way. And cool. he allowed me to really just like heat it up or Jim carry it up, you know, yeah. and just have fun. Oh, that's, that's yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, when, when preparing for a role like that, um, you know, and getting in the makeup, you know, you know, do you have to like put yourself in, in some type of uh, you know, mental state or, you know, in, in order to kind of endure that? Cause I imagine that's like hours of makeup or is it, uh, you have a down to science where it's it's like you're in, you're out, and, you know, get on set. We need you. Oh, brother, there was there was one day that really tested the endurance. This was probably on like shoot fifteen or so because um, there all all of those episodes required um, at least two days of shooting. So mm-hmm. um, for the uh, I think it's sixteen episodes plus some of those. Uh, uh, right. um, questions with satan q a yep those um, are so great <laughs> i'll tell you i'll tell you more about those in a moment um but uh uh there was one day i think it was about the fifth or sixth day we were shooting um and this day really tested me man because it takes two hours to get into makeup two hours to get out of makeup 
Wow. And then um, we had a pretty full day. So I was pushing like, I was at like 12 or 13 hours by the time this was done. Mm -hmm. And um, I let him know at that time, I was like, dude, that's just too much, man. Um, I, I said, I said, I can do this, but when there's a lull in the day and there's not a bunch going on for me to film, um, the, the, the weight of the, the costume and the character and all of that stuff really bears on you. In fact, yeah. it was such a slow day that day. Uh, I was laying in the bed and, and I, I kind of started going like this. And a couple of times, man, I woke up like suffocating in the oh, mask. No. Like I thought I was going to die as Satan. Oh, no. Don't die as yeah. Satan. You have so much more to live. I know, for. I know. <laughs> I know. But um, uh, So it just let me know that there are limitations. There are um, certain things and protocol, um, which like Kevin, he – Early on, he started kind of adopting me like his creation, his little Pinocchio, his little wow. uh, whatever it was, right? Nice. <clears throat> um, so he I just didn't have good. a nose that grows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, so he, what he would do is he would like ask me what it was that I like to eat, what could keep me hydrated and get me to eat. Mm. Well, my mouth couldn't open a, a great deal. Oh, okay. So, um, when he could shove grapes in my mouth, I could eat grapes and I had hydration and pulp and food. And, and so that was great. He'd kind of keep grapes in his pocket, feed me like a chimpanzee. Nice. Oh man. Oh, uh, that, that, that sounds absolutely hysterical. Oh geez. Yeah. I video and footage of that, you know, something to, to blackmail right later on in life. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh, um, back to the uh your uh, the q a right that was a really beautiful time because what that allowed me to do mm -hmm. was um just all the ad lib all the all the crass jokes and just kind of come out with zingers because they're right. very good at like puns and 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 quick thinking to create a joke yeah. um when given when given that freedom and that's what it was when they would give me questions and I would answer them and hopefully answer them hysterically. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, so if ever you want to see like, I don't know, Heath's mind in that, in that role, it'd be mm -hmm. those because the rest of it's like Kevin's uh, writing that gave me dialogue and direction to follow. But, but those are unequivocally like me. Yeah. Just off the cuff stuff. Hmm. Now, granted, now granted, and this, is a, this is a thing that um, people may or may not know, um, but with film, there's a lot of takes. You just take and take and take, um, and it's about getting uh, content so that you can cut. And the same thing with that was, all right, do that, throw a zinger. All right, let's do it again, do it again. And then, and then Kevin was masterful in cutting it together to make it really, really uh, uh, zing. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, you guys did two seasons of that, and you know, it's yeah. like, uh, you know, eight episodes each season, and uh, yeah, it's it it was you know quite the tremendous feat. I remember seeing that uh, with my with uh, Elise in uh, at the Bug Theater, and I I couldn't believe you know just the the scope and and everything. It was absolutely tremendous, and I you know my hats off to you guys, but you know 
let's uh, let's talk about some of the other projects that you've you've worked on. There's a lot of stuff that I'm just not familiar with, but yeah, you you sent over so many uh, headshots. I figured I'd uh, you know kind of sabotage you and start throwing these up and see. What <laughs> from you. Um, I I really uh, I loved this with the eye patch. I'm I'm just like okay, I want to see this oh. movie. You know, is this your takeoff of Nick Fury? <laughs> I'll send that. I'll send that one to you, man. Um, that one is uh, second unit. Oh. Um, and it it was a short film that was going to be turned into a, um, a, a, a like a series. Okay. Um, and I was the and I was the bad guy, man. Um, and uh, it was it was really about uh, Jamie Haber and Jesse Jurdick. Uh, oh, these yeah, these guys. Jesse. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it was it was uh, Jesse and Jamie Haber, and they were the stars, and I was the bad guy. But man, playing the villain is so much fun, so right. much fun. Um, and it was like Nathan Westlake, I think, ran this one, directed it. He did a great job in Laffrey with Whitbird. So these are all like Colorado Film School people, right? Cool. And we made a short film, and this character, um, uh, right there, right there, <laughs> this character, uh. What I did to get into that character, man, was um, Phil Seymour Hoffman. So I dropped my voice and I talked oh, like this. Yeah, so, nice, 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 nice. And, and, I, and I approached him and basically it was comedic where I, I, uh, I applied the wax to their hair and then I ripped it away. So I was a very serious character in a comedic situation. Yeah. And it was, it, you're going to love it. I'll send it your way, man. That was oh, yeah. a short film. God, that's awesome. Um, yeah. This is fun, having uh, jarring my memory. I'm curious to see what, what this is about. I, I, is, this, uh -oh. is this part of Rage of the... No, this isn't part of Rage. I was going to say, the um, it reminds me of uh, Rage of the Mummy, but I don't think that's accurate. Yeah, this this one is um, part of Hank Braxton project out in Grand Junction. Okay. Um, and I don't know if it's supposed to share pictures. <laughs> oh, uh, but uh, um, yeah. <laughs> nobody uh, nobody watches the show anyway. Yeah, nobody watches it. <laughs> um, but no, it's a Hank Hank Braxton picture. Let's see if you can't see my mouth called Glozies. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, can I show this one? Yeah, you can, you can. Uh, I was trying to be like Daryl from Walking Dead. It looks like you ate Daryl, you know, like <laughs> you're like two Daryls put together. You're, it was like, holy crap, man. He well, went to the gym, worked out, well, you know, became a mercenary on a Wolverine movie or something. Yeah, you know, um, oddly, that was just a photo shoot with a friend of mine, um, really? uh, Nathan Wrights. It was just a photo shoot, and I'll tell you about that a little bit. Um, I was hanging out with my wife. We were, like, fixing a fence with my sister, uh -huh. and my sister shows a picture of Norman Reedus as Daryl to oh. my wife. And my <laughs> wife's like, ooh. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> so I was like, I'm a fucking actor. I'll become him. <laughs> and that's what I did. Nice. Okay. That's, oh, that's so fun. I was, yeah, I was like, man, I want to see this movie. It's like, what did you do? I was eviscerated, Daryl. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay. I, I wish it were a movie. That would have been a cool one, man. That Yeah. It, I mean, I, it still, told me. 
Uh, let's see what we got here. That is Master Shi for a movie with uh, Mark Grove. Oh, um, okay. You know him? Yep. Yeah, I've had him on the show. Yes. Him and Jesse have been on the show before. Nice, man. Yeah. Uh, both guys are great. I love Jesse and, and Mark Grove, man. Um, uh, I, I, I've known him for a long time, and he pulled me into uh, his newer movie, this this one that has Master Xi in it. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. that character um, got replaced. So even though I was in character and we did the filming and stuff, that one didn't make it. Oh, no. Um, yeah, but I I got to say, man, I was blown away by Mark's ability to run a set and his ability to create a mask like this. I I didn't know that he was uh, um, skilled in that. Now I do. Yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah, kind of a, yeah he's he's kind of a, a a man of all trades, you know, type thing. You know, it's 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 amazing to see you know see him go to work. Oh, oh, and a sneak peek, I'll tell you. Um, uh, Kevin and I are going to be in a movie with Mark Grove this year. Oh, nice. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, it's a Mark, a Mark Grove movie, so I'm excited about that, um, that we all get to work together. That's cool. Is, is that something you guys already shot, or is that something yeah on the um, calendar? Uh, it's on the calendar, scripts in place, and, um, and then uh, I, I think we're shooting in May. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And uh, and again, I don't, man, I don't know what I can or can't say about some of these things. It has kung fu in it. I can tell you that much. And well, of course, it's Mark Grove. It better have kung fu. Yes. <laughs> if not, something's wrong. Is that Mark? Grove? Yes, not Mark Grove. Yeah. He's been replaced. Yeah. The That's the signature, man. The signature is kicking somebody's ass. That's right. That's right. There's there's got to be some kind of martial arts in there in order to make it a Mark yes. Grove. Oh. In in um though like though Kevin and I aren't part of like Mark's stunt team now, both of us have uh, taken some classes with him and and it's it's amazing, dude. Hey, let me tell you this. I'll tell you this. I used to claim myself as a uh, actor, producer, stuntman. Nice. I took his class and I I got rid of stuntmen. Those guys are stuntmen. I'm not stuntman. <laughs> You're like. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, Dude, I'm forty. I'm forty-five, taking hits, man, and I was like, yeah. Oh wow, no good. Yeah, yeah. You young kids, <laughs> you'll be fine. That's okay. That's you punched you know, me in the in the face, and I felt it in my pancreas. Yes. I need. Mean, <laughs> Is that a kidney? <laughs> yeah. Is that a kidney stone? <laughs> yeah. Should my spleen be on the outside of my body now? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. So this one was pretty interesting oh. that that you sent over too. I I thought this was hilarious. <clears throat> well, what's cool about that? It, it encompasses a couple of things. So, um, I just I I love working with Milko Davis down in the Springs, man. And this mm -hmm. was my character build for his, for uh, Pastor Gates. Nice. Um, on uh, on the new film Killer Witches from Outer Space, oh. which has uh, brands it's uh, Kathy Davis, Milko Davis, Branscom Richmond, uh, Andrew Magpaka, and a lot of a lot of other talented people. And um, he gave me an idea of who the character was, so I built this around it. Now they changed the build a little bit of the character thereafter, 
mm-hmm. but um just with like wardrobe and such uh but dude i, I had like the, this big nasty scar across the face and uh um and as you can imagine killer witches from outer space says it all right right i think uh oh. i think bobby lee black is also in that too uh he's a he's yes a- he is yeah, he's he was isn't he, isn't he a great dude, man? Bobby Lee Black. He he is awesome. He um yeah, he I think we're supposed to grab lunch here in the next two weeks. So that that'll be nice. Yeah. But uh um oh Culver's you're you're in his uh the shop as well. Right? The shop. Yeah, I get to be this the I get to be the funny uh, landlord, man. The oh. the um <laughs> I'm kind of like a I'm probably a dink or something, a double income, no kid type mm-hmm. chump. Right. I'm, I'm a, yeah. And I, I just keep coming into the shop, uh, trying to rustle up some money from those guys. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, man. He's, he's a good guy. Uh, him and I, uh, he had a more prominent role in Rook. Mm-hmm. Um, right. but I was in Rook. I was in Rook also as a cop. Oh, that's cool. Okay. I, you know what? I do remember you. Okay. I, I've Dude, got that on uh, Blu-ray, and uh, I, I I've interviewed uh, Stephen Morgan. Um, yeah, Bobby introduced me to Stephen, and that was a fantastic film. That I I was like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. so many people need to be seeing this movie. I can't I can't yeah, you know, praise it, you know, give it high enough praise. It's really uh, yeah. a gem. I I agree, man. A lot of great actors. You got and then Stephen Morgan and Isaac Walsh. And everybody who put that all together, man, it is, it's a really great film. And um, the thing that'll blow you away is if you watch it to the part where I get blown away. Yep. Yep. I, I remember that. I'm so sorry you met your end, but man, it was a good movie. <laughs> your end. And, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's tremendous. Uh, can you talk a, uh, anything about uh, this guy? What is this all about? Yeah. Okay. So. I've been working with Milko Davis for a while, and um, oh, uh, this is right. Yeah, so I so I was in uh, Jurassic Thunder, then right. I was in uh, a couple of short films with him, and then Ghosters, Phantom Patrol. That's me on the cover, um, with the two kids, and then uh, um, uh, Killer Witches now. So uh, Ghosters um, just got a distribution deal with uh, Artist View. Good. And so it's going to be out there and, and uh, people will be able to view this one. And I'm I'm excited, man, because, you know, I've been involved in so many film projects every year. And then you see them come to completion and they, they just they grab wings and they go out and fly and maybe come back with enough money to make another one. Nice. Well, they, uh, yeah, that's you know, that's the thing, right? That's the passion, you know, uh, go out send it off into the world, see what it does. And, you know, hopefully you're able to, you know, continue on with the craft and, and, and do the next thing. Um, yeah. Incidentally, yeah. I'll, I'll be uh, interviewing uh, Milko uh, in, I think uh, in February. Oh, epic, man. Yeah. yeah him and Kat are great. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I can't wait to chat with him. Uh, another Bobby Lee, uh, you know, connection. <laughs> right on man yeah bobby lee's your boy are you guys going to culver's man because if you're going to culver's up here in thornton i'll go uh you uh culver's it, what is that you sometimes have to tell me well, about that because i don't know 
Sometimes he goes to Culver's and sometimes he goes to GB Fish and Chips, man. He likes them fish and chips. Oh, on I see. On the facts. Fish and chips. Oh, yeah. shoot. Well, if, uh, I think we're going to Sam's number three, which is. That's a good place. Yeah, yeah. Out in Aurora? Um, it'll be, where, where is it? Uh, Leedsdale? That one in, uh, uh, in yeah. on Leedsdale? Like Leedsdale in Havana. Um, yeah, yeah, that is the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I've been, I've been there, man. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, cool. We, we, we should probably grab some lunch, man. I, I'm always up for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm always yeah. game. Uh, yeah, uh, where, where, whereabouts are you? Where, yeah, <laughs> where do I find you? <laughs> did, well, did you not want your fans? Well, to let, know? Me, let me broadcast my address. Uh, yeah, I'm in Aurora. <laughs> uh, I'm in Aurora. I'm a, I'm in Aurora. Yeah, I'm up in Thornton, man. Oh, okay. Okay. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Cause yeah, the way you, uh, you're working on projects and stuff, it sounds like most things are in Colorado Springs. So I wasn't too sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of the spring stuff, the, the Denver stuff, like, um, uh, and Grand Junction with, with Hank. So, um, I have yet to really travel to like Mexico or, uh, Georgia or LA for anything. Um, I haven't done anything like that. Wow. Uh, but you know, if, if the budget, if the budget's right and they pull me out there, man, I'll, I'll totally do it. Nice. That's, that's cool. Yeah. The, uh, um, you know, on your IMDB too, you're, it looks like you've got a number of upcoming projects. Uh, what what else do you have that uh, you know we don't we don't know about that uh, that's that's you're really um, looking forward to? Let's see. Um, so there's uh, well, yeah the the film coming up with Mark um, Kung Fu film, and then uh, the the one with Milko is in post production right now and the one with Hex in post production right now. Um but um man uh for for a lot of people that don't know or haven't seen my if they just Google me or not Google, you could Google, but if you go on uh, Amazon Prime and you just put my name in, yeah, then it'll pull up about eight or eight or ten films that I'm in. Yep. Um one that we're really trying that I'm really trying to push because I'm the lead act in it is uh, um, Army and Coop, which is Ooh. crass, raunchy kind of. Uh, uh, um, it's by Dennis Hefter, and um, it's yeah. I call it I call it kind of it's raunchy comedy with heart. Um, nice because it's the day in the life of uh, Army Mike Armstrong and how he um, he just kind of changes you know almost in that one day. Yeah. Oh, cool. Is is that streaming uh, like right now on on Amazon Prime or someplace? Yes, yes. Um, and the thing is, like on some on Amazon Prime, if you look up my name for some reason, there's like two or three films that don't come up that have me in them. Oh. Um, they just don't come up. Uh, one of them is Collider, that was made here uh, with hmm. Terrell Lamont and Justin Lewis, um, and it's uh, it's a great movie about um, time travel. Yeah, uh, it was film, filmed up in uh, Cripple Creek. No, not, oh, cool. Not Cripple Creek. Yeah. Nice. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. As it stands, I've only got one film I'm I'm working toward, and then uh, um, I got a music video coming up, also. So. So like like your own music, or you star in it? Oh, 
<laughs> no, uh, not my own music. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just an actor. Okay, cool. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it's a, you know, the, the background dancer, right? You know, you're, you're the key background dancer, something like that. Yeah. Remember, it puts the lotion on the skin, <laughs> or else it gets the hose again. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it'll be the next Macarena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that that that's hilarious. When when you're um, looking to take on a role, like you know what what roles really you know uh, you know do you gravitate towards? You know what really you know strikes you, and and you know you know, is it something that yeah, you're looking for like a new challenge or anything? Um, you know, I, funny enough, um, I've, I've ran a whole gamut, I call it, of, of uh, film. Mm -hmm. So came naturally to me was comedy. And so I did comedy and then I went around to uh, more dramatic and um, some uh, uh, sing song and, nice. uh, um, and then, and then uh, character character building and then villains and um and martial arts and so i've kind of like i've gone across the whole the whole uh, gamut um and so really it's kind of like maybe going around that circle again and try to um really really flesh out new character new content new experiences from life and roles that i've had to pour into them but i love uh I love the dark characters. I love the villains. Those ones, a lot of people would say are much more, uh, they, they have more depth. There's a lot of depth to them because they're holding back or withholding information or trying to, um, uh, you know, that's ah, just so hedonistic, levacious, is that the one? Uh, just all, all, all of the things, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I really like, that stuff man um it's pretty deep um i'd love to do something like a uh born um identity or the john wick type stuff if i had the opportunity nice. but uh i'd either i'd either need to up my game on the martial arts again because i've done martial arts i was a second degree black belt just bring this I, guy perfect just bring that guy just bring that day yeah thanks <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> we'll name him daniel <laughs> Don't. In a don't, land. Uh, yeah, in a don't, yeah, don't don't use my name. Just <laughs> make it your own. <laughs> get your own, man. Yeah, get your own. <laughs> um but yeah, I'd 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 love to there's a, there's I think I still got a lot of uh characters that I can still get man, and play. Yeah. Um so I've I've done everything from even a couple of uh um uh Christian flicks. Uh, to obviously playing Satan in, in this stuff, man. So I, I, it's all a playground to me. I love it all. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, uh, again, with like board, uh, board as hell. I mean, yeah, let me, let me turn off this, uh, banner here. So everybody can at home, look at all the characters you play in that series. Right. Yeah. So let me go. Top, uh, top left is, uh, my character from Rook that got killed. Oh, nice. Okay. It's the cop. Right. right. Uh, bored as hell, as, as we know. That's the Satan. Um, that was a music video I played. Um, that was a great music video for Black Pegasus, uh, um, uh, shot by uh, Megan McGrath and Nathaniel Latier. It also has uh, Shale LePage in it as as the um, 
uh, KFC guy, uh, the Colonel Sam. Um, and then in the middle there, I was just uh, that was a pose for um, a photo shoot at a Comic Con. Oh, cool! Then we got Donald Trump. Yep. Oh my God, it was not easy coming into Donald Trump. <laughs> it's not. I, I don't recommend coming into anybody, but especially not that guy. Right. Right. Um, so turning into Donald Trump was was a hard task, but um, uh, Kevin turned me into him for Jurassic Thunder and for uh, the meeting between Satan and uh, and Trump about taking over hell. Yeah, I, I remember that that clip. How how did you guys end up fin- uh, you know filming that? Because you you had to do uh, oh. both sets of makeup, right? Or you were in both sets of makeup? Yes, yes. Um, well, let me here. Let me be honest here, just so people can understand uh, if and when they get a chance to watch that. It was a lot of dialogue. It was Satan dialogue, Trump dialogue, right? Yep. But. Dennis Vincent was there. Um, Kevin Ward was there. He made me up. Uh, Liz was there. Cool. And uh, um, they do one character first. Right. Uh, and they film it from the one angle. And then they, they intertwine and intersparse. And I'm giving away movie magic tips here. But they had uh, one of them, I think Liz had put on the Satan arm mm-hmm. so that it would play um, in the foreground and like. Uh, interaction between Donald Trump and the Satan. Um, and you just film it in a specific way that it cuts together real well. And, uh, but the, but the, I'm, I'm dancing around the subject here. The subject is all that heavy dialogue, man. I needed Kev to uh, read it to me and then I'd re, I'd, I'd reiterate. He'd say it and I'd say it. He'd say it and I'd say it because yeah. it was quite dialogue heavy. No, I, uh, I've, I've, um, I've shot whole scenes with, with actors where I've, I've had to feed them, you know, their dialogue like that too. And yeah, vice versa for me. So I, I totally get it. You know, it, it works. Yeah. And, the, and there, there, there are, there's lots of circumstances that can lead to um, uh, us not being able to memorize, but the leading one is honestly just not putting in the time, the effort and the work. Uh, I just keep telling people I have memory problems. You know, it's called lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it is infection. Uh, um, let me do those other two down there. So the the bottom one yeah. is um, gun, guns, laser, power, ray blast. That is guns, laser from the Nathan Latier film, uh, um, Monster Four Zero. Mike Pasito, uh, that's his film, and uh, um, and I got to be one of the destroyers of Druction, but there are some really good actors in that, and it, uh, it's got Pat Tanak. Um, it's a great film. It's it's a lot of fun. It's 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 on Amazon Prime right now for for those uh, that are oh. interested. Definitely go check it out. I highly re- recommend yeah. it. Um, and, and if you're looking for more films, um, if you just scroll down a little further and you see that uh, that that funny face, Hillbilly. Yep. Got. He don't got his chin chopped off right now, and, he, and that's uh, that's cousin Bumpkin, uh, and Hans Cripple to talk to the Hans, and that is also available on uh, Amazon Prime. Well, and, and they're in the the first episode of uh, Bored as Hell too. Uh, like I, I, I crossover. I, yeah, I, I totally uh, rewatched that and completely uh, did not pick up on the fact that that was you. That's, you know, so, so yeah, man, 
uh, you know, for uh, for that because I, I you know, completely I I didn't uh, realize it it was you until I went I had to go on to IMDb to figure out it was you. <laughs> right on, man. Yeah, that was a fun one. Just some crazy hillbilly. That was actually yeah. the first the first project um, that Kevin pulled me into, man. Um, the Hans was. Kevin? Hans Crippleton talked to the Hans. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That's yep. come on now, Hansy. Let's go. Come on. Let's get over here. Yeah. That, uh, that's hilarious. That's, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're running out of time, but uh, you know, like real quick, uh, you know, when, uh, when you're home alone and uh, you know, you know, what do you gravitate towards as, as far as like, you know, movies or horror and everything like that? Oh man, um, you know, my wife's the one who loves watching horror and I'm starting to gain a little bit of respect for it. Not necessarily an affinity, mm-hmm. but man, I just watched Hereditary. That, oh. thing, was, that thing was crazy. Right. Yeah. And, and like the It's and uh, uh, It 1 and 2 and all these things, man, they're just, they're really great storytelling and they have horror. So I think yeah. they're finding like this, it's not just blood and gore and get that, but it's actually story mixed with it. Right. right. Um, uh, but you asked what movies I like. I, dude, I like, I don't know why, but I like the dark ones. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like the dark films, man. The Silence of the Lambs, the, um, yeah. well, I, I guess that's horror, but more psychological Joker. Yep. Epic. That's a great movie. Epic. So, so I like, those things and maybe it's because a lot of time in my life i'm quite jovial and happy and upbeat and i need something to kind of like anchor me down yeah yeah um and i really really love their performances man because you know any any of us can just kind of uh, i don't know maybe not all of us can just be like superheroes and all right we'll save them over there right i don't know some of us need to be the villains for those superheroes some of us need to be the villains and the villains seem much more fun man they they do except in the marvel movies they you know unless you're thanos or loki you just don't get the backstory right oh what was the guardians of the galaxy the the, the uh the the guy with the purple uh he had the stone the infinity stone in his uh, hand he put it in that in the first I forgot his was, name. it was ronan the accuser and uh and and they had a little bit of thanos in there and stuff but yeah but but his story was was told over over a number of films yeah you know what i loved though in that one was ronan was he was such a terrible guy everybody hated him and everybody had a story and that like it was trauma bond they were all trauma bonded together by how how he'd wronged them uh but at the end it was it was funny when he um uh when quill it was quill right yep. um he ended up singing and he's like i'm i'm distracting you to turd blossom and so he was just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> it was just hilarious it was a nice break of character when he would do right yeah. right yeah uh, I, I i love it yeah, I, I, I like, I, I guess it's called levity. So when a character is really serious all the fucking time and then he's funny, right? it's levity. Yeah. Or vice versa, man. You, you have somebody who's always upbeat and happy and then and then all of a sudden it's like, no, something something's really wrong. Like they're, it's a mask. 
it's really a fucking mask. Right. Then then we have depth. Right. Right. No, that's that, that's a good way to you know, to think about it. You know, with with characters is you know seeing those those uh, you know what suddenly changes it. What what compels a character to you know to either suddenly change or gradually change. You know, watching that that character arc. That that's always something that I, yes. frustrates me when when uh, you know you're you're watching a film and you you end basically the same place that you started where the character didn't learn anything didn't nothing changed for him or you know no right. nothing was affected and it's just like oh my god there's no character arc and it's frustrating there are you know those those movies that. Um, yeah, clearly that that wasn't the, the design. You know, that wasn't the intent. You know, like something like uh, Jackass Four. Uh, but actually, I I would argue that you know those guys learned at the end. It's like let's not do what we just did. You know, before and then the, the next one comes out and they learn how to do totally different do new stunts. You know. Yes. yes. Yeah. At least they're doing something different. I yeah, and I, I agree with you, man. Character arc. I mean, that's I guess the basis of storytelling is making sure that there's like, you know, the trials, the tribulation, the overcoming, and then moving on. I mean, you could you almost don't even need to always show so much of the change in the character. I suppose if they well, no, we need that. That's the payoff, Nick. Yeah, the yeah. payoff is knowing that it elicits change in them. Right. I, I think that, I think that's a, a big thing. And, you know, I think that comes with what you're saying with like levity, you know, it's this character is this way, you know, throughout this and then something happens and bam, it drops off. It's like, ah, crap. Reality just, you know, done slapped him in the face and, and now he's, yeah. he's without his uh, best friend, you know, his puppy or something, his, his wife's last gift, which takes us right back to John Wick. <laughs> man that was a rough one and his wife his puppy his yep. car yep oh my god and it's lasted for the fourth movie comes out in march you know jesus god yeah i know man i keep i keep saying about the john wicks too i i really love the first one the second one I, I, it felt like really a lot of they're just trying to top it it's it's almost like sometimes it's too sweet too much sugar you don't need that much or right. it's like too much food you don't need that much and that's the same thing when they're always trying to top what they did before when really they could just pretty much do different things but the same right because it, it becomes three overload and then you become numb to it and it doesn't affect you right that's that's true when it's just uh yeah by the fourth one it's it's basically just uh, hate, hate fucked sour patch kids. You know, all the time your tongue's now on fire, and uh, but but by God, give me more. <laughs> yeah, give me more sour patch. Yeah, yeah. I I, th I think that's probably I think that's probably why everybody always uh, dreads sequels. Mm -hmm. I think they dread the sequel because the okay if i go to a restaurant if you go to sam's and and you get a french toast or an omelet or whatever it is you're going to get you go back you want the same thing man you can spice it up if you want to mm. but you're going to get the same thing right 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 so why when they make a movie do they need to give you four omelets right <laughs> you know 
Right, right. Or, yeah, or yeah. double double dipped French toast with uh, extra sugar on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's overkill. Just give me the thing. It's it's even <laughs> tougher. Like when when you get that that sequel, and it was never designed to have a follow up story. You know, because yeah. everything that filmmaker did, he put him in in that first one. That was the story, and and, and all of a sudden, oh crap! It's successful. There's an audience. Do you have an inclination as to what to do with the follow up? Uh, we're just gonna have to make it up. You know, there's yeah. yeah it, it, you, you Don't you? Have... Oh, go ahead. Re remember, remember how uh, um, Dumb and Dumber had a sequel, but it was oh, a terrible sequel. Yeah, but they had the prequel, and, and then they had the sequel. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I just saw a video essay on uh, Jim Carrey. You know, because in in a lot of his sequels, except for like Pet Detective, and I think there's like one other. Um, he's replaced they replace him you know oh son uh son of the mask yeah. you know he got replaced in that and then uh yes. replaced him in in uh the dumb and dumber prequel and uh yeah they they just they couldn't uh recreate that magic it's like well no duh because it's jim carrey he's kind of right you know he's he's kind oh, of I an enigma unto him unto himself I see exactly what you're saying there, Daniel. And I mean, I'm looking at Kevin Ward that you, you can go on with bored as hell, but it won't be the same without Heath. Right. Well, it, it won't be the same without Heath. I, I think, I think, you know, with something like bored as hell, um, you and Kevin are integral, you know, to that project, you know, your, your, your portrayal of Satan. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, you know, his, uh, you know, I, I guess for la lack of better term, his uh, Geppetto uh, uh, sensibilities, you know, pulling your strings, right? Yeah. Um, and, and creating yeah. the world for you to to do what you do, as well as, yeah, I mean, he's got to architect the script and and uh, direct you. I, I think, uh, I think, I think it's a you know, a fantastic marriage, and then that's why I really would love to, you know, see that continue, uh, in whatever shape that that changes obviously time's passed you know it's been a couple of years i think since season two came out yeah yeah the nice thing is obviously we could reprise all of that under makeup so it's not like my face changing over the years uh, is is an issue um right. and then uh in fact if somebody could that i, I uh i'm thinking of like um the seth mcfarland's and uh, you know the Scott Groening's, right. the, the the Simpson. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm thinking of those guys. Why they do what they do is because other people can learn the voices, mm. right? So other people can learn the voices. So somebody could learn the voice that I created, which was from uh, Snagglepuss, Exit Stage Left, yeah. even, <laughs> and uh, Buffalo Bill. I did not and put Buffalo Bill. And, and the other one is Buffalo Bill, where he's like. I said to put some fucking lotion on the skin. And so it's the two of them together, highs and low peaks and valleys. Um, and um, so somebody could certainly take that and he could put uh, Kevin or anybody else could create that same thing. But there is really a, 
marriage and the synergy that happened when people come together both the writer director the people on the film um uh it, it all matters for making uh, making satan shine right right <laughs> most definitely wow it's you uh know? yeah it's it's a great character and i i hope uh more people discover it um but uh heath uh, we are out of time, and uh, I just want to say, you know, thank you for being so generous with with uh, your your time and your talents, and coming on the show and, and uh, chit chatting with me. Thank you, brother. I was, uh, man, I, I creamed my jeans when you messaged me and said I was going to be uh, on your on your show. Oh, you're you're sweet. I I, I hope uh, you've washed those jeans. <laughs> oh no, it was a. Uh... <laughs> It was from a long john. I got cream on him when I was answering the response. <laughs> Thanks for uh, walking me step by step through that, you know? Yeah. Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie daisy. You better lick, no, you better lick that up. Sunday. No, it's a Sunday. <laughs> That's a good one. Now it's a Sunday. <laughs> this is oh, it's hot chocolate, kids. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, it's Friday. I'm in love. <laughs> oh, Robert Smith. <laughs> Thank you so much for the time, man. This has been a blast. Oh yeah, no, this was a lot of fun. Uh, stick around uh, while we sign off. Okay. But uh, again, yeah, thanks. Uh, Thanks for uh, let me uh, you know, learn a little bit more of what you do and and uh, you know some of the roles that uh, you've portrayed and and seriously uh, everybody yeah. after the broadcast not now but after the broadcast go to the the website that's streaming down below that's uh, he uh, heathheine dot com and uh, you know you can uh, you can book them for your you know all your your best bar mitzvahs uh, dressed up as Satan okay. And that's Briss. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's awesome. All right. And uh, to everybody that tuned in, hey, thanks so much for uh, you know coming back on and uh, yeah, catching us uh, live again. God, this is already the fifth season. And we're getting ready for the next uh, COFO, the next Colorado Festival of Horror, which will be September the 15th through the 17th in Park Meadows. It's going to be absolutely a blast. And uh, yeah, I want to you know, thank all, all our sponsors. Of course, our friends at Mutiny Cafe. If you're going to start a revolution, make sure you're caffeinated. And our friends over at Hellfire Entertainment. Thanks for rebroadcasting us on your social media. And uh, our friends at uh, Groovy TV. And of course, uh, Alien Donut films uh angela and bill over there and oh yeah i've got a new producer uh lily fisher want to say thank you uh to her and uh of course uh, amanda armstrong and stefan santa cruz and to all you beautiful people out there uh stay lovely stay stay creepy too uh gotta remember that and of course to, to heath for coming on the show Thanks so much to you, sir. Everybody, have a good night. We'll be back Sunday. We'll be interviewing uh, the Six Feet Under uh, Film Festival crew that's uh, in Colorado Springs. They've got uh, their film festival coming up 
at the end of the month. So we're going to learn more about that. We'll talk to you soon. Stay creepy. Stay tuned. We'll see you guys later. Take care of each other during these tough times. And we'll, well, you have a good night. See you then. All right, bye. Make sure to check out our Facebook and website for the updates on Colorado Festival of Horror, September 15th through the 17th.